All right, Jabo say good morning. Incredible, incredible daf ahead of us today. Begin by thanking our sponsors, our Talmud Torah sponsors for in the month of Adar, Paul and Kathy Pollock for dedicating all the Shi'urim and Joshos this month. In memory of Paul's grandparents, Dina Bas Pesach and Zechariah ben Zechariah, we hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshamas will have an Aliyah and the family a Nechama. And we thank our Dafyomi sponsors for Arve Pesachim, Amayashi and Chavi Abramson for dedicating the Perak. In the Schuss of Arafur for Daniel Mayer Ben Chana, we hope that he, together with Kol Chola Yisrael, will have a complete and enduring Rafua. We'll say with that, let us begin. Really, a lot of incredibly exciting Gemara ahead of us today. Today's daf is Kuf Dalu 104, and we are picking up Emirat Hashem at 103b. So, we'll say, so remember again, let's actually pick up, we, we got a little bit further, but let's pick up at the period um, on Kuf Kimulama Base 103b to. 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 lines off from the bottom. Again, we did some of this already, but let's, uh, let, let's quickly review and chaz of the story. So let's remember again, this is picking back up. This is picking back up in the story of Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, who went to the house of Rava. So Rav Huna Bar Yehuda went to the house of Rava, and now it's Havdala time. So, okay, so let's pick up. So it says the Gemara very quickly, when it was time to make Havdala, so kam mishraga. So the servant of Rava got up and lit a havdalah candle from a torch. Right, go ahead and made it avuka mishraga, or he lit a torch from the candle. So So he said, "Why? I don't understand why. Why are you doing this? Haman, There's a candle right here. Why do you have to go ahead and light a torch? Remember again, halachik. We've seen a candle and a torch. A candle is one wick. A torch and avuka is two wicks, two or more wicks." So Rabbi said, ah, you know what, it's not a big deal. The Shamans just did this on his own. He just decided he wanted to light a wick. So, so to which, to which, Rav Huna Bar Yehuda said, come on, that's not true. If he wouldn't have heard it from you, Rava, he wouldn't have done it. To which Rava responds, you're right. Do you not hold the idea that avuka for avdallah is a mitzvah min amuvchar? That ultimately, again, the use of a the use of a of a torch for avdallah is halachically preferable. So we'll say. So why why is it? I you know what I meant to actually send this. I don't think I ended up sending it. No, I didn't send it, but I'll read it to you. So I'll say, so this, this is, this is the Shulchan Aruch, Simen Reish Tzadik Ches, Sif Beis. Write down this Maramokam because it's a good one. So the Shulchan Aruch says, Mitzvah mina Mufchar Levarich Al Ha'avuka. It is a Mitzvah mina Mufchar. It's preferable to go ahead and use a torch for Havdalah. Others explain that if you don't have an avuka, so two things. First of all, I will say for havdala, it is preferable to use a special fire. In other words, a di- different than one that you've used to go ahead and illuminate your home. But also some glean from the statement of the Shulchan Aruch is, if you don't have an avuka, you could also use two candles and bring them together. Says the Mishnabura, why is there a din ultimately again in the use of an avuka? So the Mishnabura says, Sha'ora Rav. Ultimately again, because its light is significant. That's all. We'll say, remember again on Havdalah, the primary symbolism ultimately is the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created light. So therefore again, an avuka obviously emits more light 
Therefore, it's a mitzvah min amuvchar. That's all. Now, again, if you don't have an avuka, you could use two candles and bring them together. And again, if you don't have two candles, you only have one candle, you could use one candle as well. But mitzvah min amuvchar, to go ahead and use an avuka. Pasach va'amar. So we'll say, now watch this. And now Rava begins to make havdalah. So what's Rava's havdalah? Pasach va'amar ha'mavdul ben kodesh l'chol. So he who, do, who, who, makes a, who makes a distinction between Kodesh and Chol, sanctified and unsanctified, Ben Arlachoshech, between light and darkness, Ben Yisrael Abim, Cloud Yisrael and the Jewish people, Ben between Shabbos and the other six days of creation. So we'll say, so this was Rabbah's Havdalah. We'll say, just before we even go on, isn't it incredible? Isn't it incredible to think that we use the same Havdalah as Rava? You know, I, say, I, I often find that so, so many times people want to innovate and adapt and modify Yiddishkeit for this and for that. And, the, and of course, and the beauty of Yiddishkeit is the ability of halacha to adapt to new circumstances. We've certainly seen that throughout the year of the pandemic. Fascinating piske halacha that have come out that have never before been part of, 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 of the halachic process. I will say, but part of the beauty is being the same. Right? Part of the beauty is that I get to say the same Havdalah as Rava. That when there's Tchiyas HaMesim and we're invited over to Rava's house for Shalashudis and we sing together and then we dive in my riff together and we make Havdalah and, and Rava says Havdalah, for us, it's going to be the same Havdalah. It's going to be, I mean, I'm, first I'm going to Rabbi Yitzchok's house for, for Shalashudis, <laughs> then I'm going to go to Rava. But, but again, I'll say, but, but, but isn't, it, is, is, isn't that absolutely incredible? Isn't that absolutely amazing? So the Gemara says, Amrle, Lama Lacha Kulehain. So say, so remember, Rabbi Hunabari Hud is there. He says, Why do you need all this? <laughs> Why do you have to do all of these mafdils? So says the Gemara, after all, after all, You know what was? That, that, that's all. That's all. You don't need all of these mavdils. It's, I mean, again, it's very nice, but is it really necessary? Amrle, to which Robert responded, Amrle, Anakahasvirli. I hold like this other opinion. Listen to this. So I hold, I hold Robert's like this other opinion that says, you know, when making Havdalah, one should include at least three Havdalos. When I say three Havdalos, Three state, remember, Havdalah means to distinguish. So you should go ahead and include at least three statements of, of distinguishing, of distinguishment, right? And Vamosif lo Yosef al Zayin. But you shouldn't do more than seven. So in, in formal Havdalah, there should be no less than three Havdalos, three statements of distinguishing, no more than seven. Amrlai. To which again, no, I keep on forgetting it. To Shafuna by who this says, okay, Vahamar Amar Sheva Amar. So so he says to him, Rava, that, that's fine, except you said four. Right? You said four. Right? Hamavdul Ben Kobishal, Bain Orla Khoshek, Bain Yisrael Amim, Ben Yashidashimasa. That's four. So I I don't understand. In other words, according to the statement you just made, kind of is either three or seven. I would expect you to why so why, why do you come out at four? So says the Gemara, listen to this. The truth is, the last one of he distinguishes between Shabbos and the six days of creation 
is not really a separate statement of Havdalah, but rather that's an extension of the Chasima. Remember, we're going to both say, what's, what's the Chasima of Havdalah? We're going to discuss that. So that statement of is really considered to be an extension of the conclusion. So it's not reckoned as a separate statement of Havdalah, but rather is reckoned as an extension of the Chasima. Now why is that important to us? Says the Gemara, here's why. When you make Havdalah, I'm sorry, when you make Havdalah, you have to say, So we'll say, we're getting now an interesting discussion. This is a little bit more of like a brachas discussion about how brachos are supposed to be structured. See, interestingly enough, Shmuel says that when making a bracha, especially a prolonged bracha, longer bracha, right before you conclude the bracha, there has to be a statement which captures, which, which captures the essence of the concluding bracha. So for example, for Havdalah purposes, if you're going to end off by saying, Baruch HaTu Hashem, Hamavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol, you want to say a statement right before that that captures the essence of that bracha. So according to Rava, that would have been, Ben Yom Hashvi'i L'Sheshe Simei HaMaseh. Castillo well said, that statement of, Ben Yom Hashvi'i L'Sheshe Simei HaMaseh, between seventh day and the other six days of, of dynamic activity, is kind of the same thing as Hamavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol. So that's what's called Me'in HaChasima, a statement that captures the essence of the concluding bracha, Samoch Lechasimaso, right before the actual, sta- right before the actual concluding bracha. U Pumpidisai, Amri, the Pumpidisans used to say, Me'in Pesichosan Samoch Lechasimaso. And they said, no, no, no. Right before you end the bracha, right before the concluding bracha, you have to say a statement which captures the opening of the bracha. Suppose you see here what's happening over here. Does the last line of the bracha, before the concluding bracha, does it have to be a restatement of the ending bracha or a restatement of the opening part of the bracha? So this is a machlok, as we'll say, just in structure of brachas. So my ben say, what's the practical difference in these two opinions? Let's well, so tell you, the, here's the difference. Ika benayu, yom tov shechalios achara shabbos. We'll say once again, the nafkamina will be, a yamtiv, where yamtiv falls out on Matzei Shabbos. The chasminon ben kodesh le kodesh. Right, the boss say we're going to have this. Right, on, in, in three weeks from this Matzei Shabbos, three weeks from this Matzei yeah, three weeks from this Matzei Shabbos, when we have zochet to be b'shato matzlachos at the Leil Haseder, we're going to make, we know already, we know yaknahaz, yaknahaz, very exciting, so we're going to finish Havdalah, and Havdalah is going to be ben kodesh le kodesh. Right, because again, it's not being called Eshlechol. It's been between the Kedusha of Shabbos, Kedusha of Yamtiv, to which the Gemara says, listen to this. So we'll say, so ultimately, again, according to the opinion who says, that normally in a bracha of Havdalah, you're going to go ahead and say a concluding statement, which reflects the opening of the bracha, right prior to the conclusion of the bracha. Lo bo'i lemeimar ben Kedusha Shabbos Kedusha Yamtiv Hivdalta. There is no need to go ahead and say the statement of between the Kedusha of Shabbos and the Kedusha of Yom Tov you've distinguished. 
according to the opinion who says, no, right before you conclude the bracha, you have to say a statement which reflects the reality of the concluding bracha. You have to recite that last statement of between the Kedusha of Shabbos and the Kedusha of Yom Tev. You have distinguished. And I both say, that is in fact how we paskin. Right, right before the concluding bracha of Amavdil ben Kodesh Lekodesh, we recite that line. Ben Kedusha Shabbos Lekedusha Yomtev Hivdalta. So we'll say that's towards the end. So the idea over here is, so again, just a machlokis about the structure of Havdalah. And we're going to see, we'll touch on this. It's not just by Havdalah, it's potentially by other brachas as well. That last line of the bracha, does it have to go ahead and capture the essence of the concluding bracha? Or does it have to somehow capture the essence of the opening part of the bracha? Good. That was the machlokas. So we'll say, so gufa. So we'll say, let's spend a little bit of time on Havdalah now. Gufa. Amr Belazar, Amr Boshia. Hapoches lo yifchos mishalosh, v'amosif lo yosef al sheva. So we'll say, so remember again, when Rabbo was making Havdalah, so it comes along. So comes along Rav Huna Bar Yehuda and says to Rava and says to Rava, why are you doing all of these? Why are you doing all of these havdalas? To which Rava said, because it was because Rabbi Lazar said in Ravoshia, we're making havdala. Don't say less than three havdalas and don't say more than seven havdalas. So we'll say let's analyze. Meisvei Sliyari Zekasha. You go ahead and you make havdalah. Remember again, you make havdalah on all of these times. The one time you don't make havdalah is when? Yomtev going into Shabbos. That's the one time you don't make Havdalah. No Havdalah when Yom Tov goes into Shabbos. So we'll say, take a look at the Rashbam for just a moment. So the Rashbam says, Yom Tov It's in the shorter lines. So we'll say the Rashbam references back to the Mashal we gave two days ago, right? So we'll remember again, what was the Mashal? When trying to figure out, when trying to figure out in our Yak Nahaz discussion, what should come first? Right, Kiddush or Havdalah. So the, the side that said Havdalah was because, again, remember, escort out the king. Escort out the king before you go ahead and you welcome in the, uh, what was it, the, uh, the, 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 the duke. Thank you, the duke. Right, before you, before you welcome in the, the other nobleman. So here the Rashbam says something very interesting. We don't make Havdalah going from Yontav into Shabbos. Even though I both say, again, remember, there are two different Kiddushos. Very important, two different Kiddushos. Yeah, we don't do it. Rashbam says, Because they will say, what does that mean when Yom Tov goes into Shabbos? When Yom Tov goes into Shabbos, the duke is leaving and the king, and the king is coming. Therefore, he says, In derech shakonim will say, you know, when the duke is leaving and the king is coming, no one really escorts the duke out. Why not? Because everyone is preoccupied with the arrival of the king. So Sotu says, the Gimara, when Yom Tov goes into Shabbos, we don't go ahead and escort Yom Tov out because the focus is on Shabbos, which is really, which is really quite fascinating. Well, so I, just, I just want to tell you, like, on, on the flip side, you know, it's, this Yom Tov Shabbos dynamic is quite fascinating. You know, for example, when Yom Tov goes into Shabbos, we don't say a regular Kabbalah Shabbos, as we know. We say a truncated form of, uh, of Kabbalah Shabbos. So Rabbi Soloveitchik explains very beautifully that the sort of it is as follows. 
Shabbos, Shabbos is a concept of when we go out to greet the Ribbono Shalolam, right? And he says that when y- the dynamic of Yom Tiv, the dynamic of Yom Tiv is a dynamic of Aliyah L'Regal. That, that ultimately, again, we have, we, we go up to the Beis HaMikdash and on, even on a Ruchni level, ultimately a person has elevated themselves. That, that sometimes when you're in that state of elevation, you're, you're there already. You're there already. So the concept of Kabbalah Shabbos, right? Bowie B'Shalom, right? Going out. You don't have to go anywhere because you're already there. So the, the, the notion that even though the Kedusha of Shabbos is getting the Kedusha of Yom Tov, but when Yom Tov goes into Shabbos, that amplifies the Shabbos dynamic as well. Hence the absence of Kabbalah Shabbos. There's not a need for that level of preparatory activity. In any event, but from a Havdalah perspective, Havdalah is only made, Havdalah is only made when you're going either from Kodesh to Chol or when you're going, interestingly enough, from more Kodesh to less Kodesh. But when you're going from Kodesh to more Kodesh, there is no Havdalah. Haragil Omer Harbei Vashayin Haragil Omer Achas. If you are eloquent, Ragil, if you're eloquent, you can say a lot of Havdalahs. If you're not eloquent, you only have to say one. So we'll say, so again, so how does this stem with what we said before? Because before, Rav accorded the opinion that said, that you can't say less than three havdalas, and you shouldn't say more than seven havdalas. Here the Gemara seems to indicate that you could even get away with saying one havdalah. That's it, so which one is it? So we'll say, it's there's a machlokis about the proper structure of havdalah. Benan Shel Kedoshim Omer. So Rabbi Yochanan said, the son of the Holy Ones said, Achos. He only used to say one, one statement. Rashi says, so you say only one statement. But everyone else used to make three statements as part of their Havdalah. So Yomar says, by the way, Man Nihu Benan Shel Kedoshim. Who is this person? I will say, we've never seen this before. Someone in the Gemara is identified. His name, he's known as the Son of the Holy Ones. I will say, who is the Son of the Holy Ones? Rabbi Menachem Bar Simoi. Rabbi Menachem Bar Simoi, why is he called Rabbi Menachem Bar Simoi? Vamai Karule Benan Shalkidoshim, Delo Estakil Bitsursa Dezuza. Because he was so holy that he would not even look at the image on a coin. On the image on a coin. So we'll say, so this is actually really quite interesting. So what, what, what does this mean? So we'll say, so Bipashtos, what it means is that he, either it could be that he had such an overwhelming concern for Avodah Zorah to avoid anything that would look like worship, idolatrous worship, he would not even look at the form on a coin. But we'll say what it could also mean on, on, a, on a deeper level is that he was incredibly careful with Shemira Sainayim, with what he looked at incredibly careful with General Shmira Sainayim. And I will say, in that respect, it makes sense that it also calls him Binan Shel Kedoshim, because that's a strange, why didn't it just call him Kaddosh? What is Binan Shel Kedoshim? So I will say, maybe he's the son of the Pasuk of Kedoshim Tiyu. And again, what's, what's the whole you sold? What does Rashi say about Kedoshim Tiyu? Shugidura Min Moral purity. Moral purity. So how do you become a son of, of, of Parshas Kedoshim? How do you become a son of Kiddoshim to you? Ultimately, again, when a person is careful with their morality. And the first step in being careful with our morality 
is Ashmira Sinai, which is one of the most incredibly hard things, just to be careful with what we look at and what we gaze at and what we allow ourselves to be drawn into. Because we all know, although, although one could easily justify, as we often do, that looking is not a Maisa Avera, but looking is the gateway Avera. It's the gateway Avera. And I know that even if I look at something inappropriate, it, ch- it, changes, it changes everything. It just changes everything. I'm a different person. My day is different. Everything about me becomes different. So how do you become Benan Shel Kedoshim? How do I become the son of Parshas Kedoshim, the son of Kedoshim Tiyu? The Loestakil Bitsursa. He didn't even look at an image. Again, in this case, it's the image on the coin. What a powerful Yisod. Not even to look at the images. Not even to look at the images. If I'm able to go ahead and exercise that level of self-restraint, then I become Benan Shal Kedoshim. Shalach Le Rav Shua Bar Idi. Chananya Achi Omer Achos. My brother says, all you have to do for Havdalah is say one statement, but no one ever listens to my brother, right? Who listens, right? So again, the halacha is not like him. By the way, I just want to point out, see what's interesting about these sugyas are, we know already how this works, right? So we know, in fact, they're both right. We know that essentially we, do, we adopt the Havdalah of Rava. So remember, as I mentioned before, the Havdalah of Rava is as he said, but we also know that Halacha Lamaisa, if you have to do Malacha before you go ahead and make Havdalah ala kos, what do you do? What do you do? Baruch HaMavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol. So interestingly enough, we adopt the one line Havdalah as like the break in case of emergency. You know, I want to, I, I, I need to go home. Now, obviously, if I'm driving home from my riv, I've already said Atahanantanu. So that satisfies Havdalah. But let's say I forgot Atahanantanu, which happens sometimes. Yes, just happens, right? I'm, I'm lost in my kavana with the rest of Shimon Esri of Mayrev, which is, for Claudia, so one of the most heartfelt tefillahs. It's incredible how much kavana goes into my mother's Shabbos. Say, so, so again, I forgot Atachan Antanu, I want to drive home, so now again, I could say, Baracham Abdul Beikol Shechol. Now obviously, there's still a din of Havdala ala kos, just like on Friday night, if when you say Kiddush and Shul Vayichulu, you have discharged Biblical Kiddush, but you still need Rabbinic Kiddush Alakos. So I could discharge the Biblical obligation, because there is a Biblical obligation for Avdallah. I could discharge that with Atachanantanu or with Baruch Hamavdil, but I still have to go and make Kiddush Alakos. So we adopt both the pains. Well, so let's go right there. Amr Bishob and Levi. Hamavdil, Tzar Shimon Me'in Havdallah, Samurus Atarbo. So this is beautiful. Yehoshua Levi says, when you make Havdalah, you have to use, so what we've seen is that as part of Havdalah, you're going to include statements of, you, Havdalah includes statements of Havdalah, right? Meaning the bracha of Havdalah, of distinguishing between Shabbos and the weekday, the way I, the way I make, the, the way I make Havdalah is by including statements of Havdalah. So that's what Rabbi said. So now the Gemara just says that when you go ahead, Ben Levi says, Rabbi Shmuel Levi says that you have to use statements of of Havdalah that are found in the Torah. In other words, you take examples of where the Torah creates a contrast, the Havdalah distinguishing between things, and that becomes your Havdalah. So may say the Gemara says, hey, the Havdalah hey, Omer, what's the proper say there of Havdalah? Here we go. Here, here are your options. Havdalah bin Kodesh Lachol, bin Or Lachoshech, bin Yisrael Laamim, bin Yom HaShid Sheish Yisim Yamasa, bin Tomei Letahar, bin Hayom Lacharava. 
So again, ever so all of those we understand. Between the sea and the dry land, between the upper waters and the lower waters, between Kohanim Levim and Yisraelim, the Chosim and ultimately, how should you conclude Havdala? So the Rashbam says, it is incredible. The Chosim second last short line. Baruch Soder Bereshis. This is beautiful. How do you conclude Abdullah with the statement? Baruch, Baruch Atu Hashem, Blessed Hashem, Soder Bereshis, the one who organizes creation. Shebamatse Shabbos, Hischila Kadesh Baruch Hu Lesader Maise Bereshis. We often don't think about this, right? But when did Maise Bereshis begin? So this is fascinating. Maise Bereshis began Matse Shabbos. Right? We normally think about, again, Yom Rishon. I don't know. I, think, I often think about Yom Rishon. It's like Sunday morning. Now it says Rasham, began which, which really, by the way, is, is such an incredible yisod. The Ribbono Shal Olam began creating his world on Matzah Shabbos. And this goes back to what we mentioned yesterday about the fact that the Bissamim comes before the Nair. When I make Havdalah, I, I am the cow upon myself. I am going to build my world this week. So remember, I have the besamim. The besamim is a spiritual awakening. I want to do something great. I want to, I, I have machshava. Even though normally, normally maisa comes before machshava, on Matzi Shabbos, on Matzi Shabbos, I mekabel al atzmi to build something beautiful this week. This week. So the besamim are there to be ma'orer my neshama, and then I light the nair. Then I make the bracha on the nair of dynamic activity. And what I'm doing is I'm modeling myself after my father. That my father began creating the world. Kashmaruch began creating the world on Matzi Shabbos. I pledge to begin to create my world this week on Matzi Shabbos as well. It's incredible. The Chosein b'Sei Debereshes. He goes on v'achirinu mo'omrim. Others say, no, no, no. It's not, it's not so derberacious. It's not he who organizes creation, but rather it's he who creates creation. Right? Or began to create in the beginning. No, the proper, the proper ending actually is Mekadesh Yisrael. So this is actually quite beautiful. If you look at the Rashbam over here, so it's about four lines in the wide lines. Rashbam says, so this is actually very beautiful. That why would you end up Havdala of Mikadesh Yisrael? Because I'll say at the end of the day, as I enter into the new week, I want to know what my mandate is, right? Well, what am I supposed to accomplish? Mikadesh Yisrael, who sanctified me. And if Baruch who sanctified me, he sanctified us, that means it's my job to bring more Kedusha into this world. I will say what you begin to see is something really amazing. That Havdalah is not simply a way of actually distinguishing between Shabbos and weekday. Meaning that kind of happens Mamela to a certain degree. You can accomplish that with Barakam Abdul bin Kalashakal. Havdullah is like Divrei Chizik. It's the way we go ahead and we're mechazik ourselves to go into the world and to do something great in the coming week. It's it's a chizik to go ahead and say, I have a new week ahead of me. Tonight is when the Ribbon Shalom began to create his world, and tonight is when I'm going to begin to create my week. It's like a it's like a chizik session before I embrace the new week to accomplish something great. It's so incredible. The Misa, so say, now if this is true, that all of the Havdalas we say have to be from Havdalas found in the Torah. So everything we mentioned in that list works. So we'll say the statement of between the sea and the earth, right, the sea and the land, we don't find the Pasuk that references that 
in the Torah. So it says the Gemara, you're right. Sami mikan take that off. Take, strike that, right? Take, take, take that one off from the list that doesn't belong there. Ihachi. But if that's the case, then ultimately, again, if you remove that one, and then if also you have to remove Yom not not remove it, just that doesn't really count as part of the tally, because as we said before, that's their why, because we need a concluding phrase which captures the sentiment of the concluding bracha, which means it doesn't count towards the tally of Havdalus. If that's the case, the Gemara says, Now I no longer have seven Havdalus, Dollars, only six. They're about to say, we're always assuming that either you should have three or you should have seven, but nothing in between. So now I only have six, to which the is incredible. Emri, Kohanim, Levim, Yisraelim, Trey, Milininhu. The statement of distinguishing between Kohanim, Levim, Yisraelim is not one statement, but it's two. How so? Because there's two acts of distinguishing, two acts of Havdalah. Number one, between Levim and Yisraelim, that statement that between Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim is in fact two different Havdalas. There's a Havdalah between Levim and Yisraelim, and then there's a Havdalah between Kohanim, to Levim. Beautiful, that gives you seven. So, Mechta Maichasim, what's the concluding bracha of Havdalah? What's the concluding bracha? Rav Amr Mekadish Yisrael. Rav says the concluding bracha is Mekadish Yisrael, but as we said before, because the concluding bracha of Havdalah is the Rebono Shal Olam vested us with Kiddusha. Havdalah is the Divre Hisodorus for the week ahead of Kiddusha, who gave you Kiddusha. Now go and do something with it. Now go and be great. Now go and bring your Kiddusha into the world. Ushmuel Amr, Hamabdui Kodeshachol. And Shmuel said, no, the concluding bracha of Havdalah is Baruch HaTo Hashem HaMavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol. That is the essence. Says the Gemara, Layit Ali Abayi Vitim Rav Yosef Ahadirav. So we'll say, so Abayi did not like Rav's statement. Layit literally means curse, but it doesn't have to mean curse. It just means he did not, he, dis, he dismissed it. He did not like Rav's conclusion. Mikadesh Yisrael is not the right conclusion, but rather we adapt Shmuel's position of HaMavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol. So we'll say, isn't that beautiful? This is Tanah Mishmid Rav Yoshoben Ben Chananya. We'll say, this is incredible. There was a statement of Shulman Chananya. Kalachose Mekadesh Yisrael, Vahamavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol. So I'll say this is actually very interesting. So Rabbi Shulman Chananya has an interesting approach. He says, why does it have to be either or? Let's just go ahead and adopt both of them. If you conclude Havdalah with the Bracha, Baruch Ato Hashem, Mekadesh Yisrael, Vahamavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol, Ma'arichin Lo Yamav Ushnosav. Such a person, I will say, enjoys incredible longevity, prolonged days and years. Then I will say, we don't adopt this position. Well, the Gemara says, V'les hilchasa kavase, amadeiz. Dalacha does not follow this. So I will say, now I want to point out, Dalacha doesn't follow this because of a technicality. The technicality is a concluding bracha, of what we call a bracha arichta. The concluding bracha of any, of any long bracha cannot have two themes. Cannot have two themes. Brachas are always limited thematically to one theme. So that's why we reject this, although it's great. It's so, what a beautiful bracha. Incredible. But at the end of the day, you cannot have two themes 
in a concluding bracha. And I will say, now again, remember, if you have like Kiddush of Shabbos Yantiv, you have Kiddush Shabbos Yantiv, you could have Shabbos and Yantiv together. That's not two themes. That's reflective of the two days that are occurring simultaneously. Also remember again, we've already seen, just like we've seen Kiddush and Havdalah, same thing with Kiddush and, Kiddush and Havdalah, Chad Kiddush, Shabbos and Yantiv, when they occur together, also there's a certain level of merged Kiddush. That's not two themes. But Halacha Lamay say again, Nekadish Yisrael, Mavdalim Kol Deshachol, you look at that, and we'll say, what do they have to do with each other? What do they have to do with each other? So if you want to be a darshan, you could find something, some beautiful way for them to do with each other. But Pepashlis, there are two different ideas. Mekadish Yisrael and Amavdil being called the Shechol, two different themes. Therefore, less halachos akavase. But I will say, but I, it is very intriguing. This, even if we don't adapt it la halacha, we'll say this statement is a very dramatic one, right? So, 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 so here you have Rabbi Shmuel Chananya saying, if you com- if you conclude your havdal with the bracha of Mekadish Yisrael va'Amavdil being called the Shechol ma'arichin lo yamav ushnosav, that is the bracha for longevity. So I'll say, so what, what's what's the pshat with that? So, so perhaps. Perhaps what Rabbi Yeshua and Hanani is saying as follows. If you take a look at two, these two phrases, they really refer to two different things. The concept of Mekadesh Yisrael is perhaps what we could call a Kiddusha Enoshis, right? A Kiddusha Enoshis means a conferred Kiddusha. Mekadesh Yisrael means the Rebono Shal Olam confers Kiddusha upon me. It has nothing to do with what I did. Nothing to do with anything I've accomplished. It just has to do with who I am. The Ribbono Shal Olam gives us this almost like inherited Kiddusha, this, invest, this vested Kiddusha, this innate Kiddusha. That's Mekadesh Israel. And in fact, again, if you take, yeah, the, the Rashbam, I think this, this is really what the Rashbam is saying, what we saw before. Versus Hamavdil ben Kodesh Tachol. They will say, what's the ability to be Mavdil ben Kodesh Tachol? That's perhaps what we could call a Kiddusha Atzmis. That's your own Kiddusha. That's your own Kiddusha. The ability to go into the world and the ability to go into life and be Mavdul ben Kodesh Lechol. To say, this is Kodesh, this is Chol. This is Mutter, this is Aser. This is what I should do and this is what I should avoid. Represent the two Kiddushas of the Jew. So again, Mekadesh Yisrael is conferred holiness. What we could perhaps call Kiddusha Enoshis. Conferred Kiddusha. Nothing that I do what Hashem gave to me. But the ability to be a Mavdal being called Deshlechol. The ability then to develop my own personalistic Kiddusha. Kiddusha Atzmis. That my own Kiddusha that I generate between, by making good decisions. By taking the Kodesh, leaving aside the Chol. By drawing the line between that which is Mutter, that which is Aser. And living a life of Kiddusha. That's how I develop my own personalistic Kiddusha. So perhaps what Rabbi Shomach Hanan is saying about Sai, a person who lives a life that is a synthesis of these two ideas, of number one, Mekadesh Yisrael, I appreciate my conferred holiness, but I develop my personalistic holiness by being Mavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol, such a person, Ma'arichin Yama Vushnosav. But you know, whenever Chazal speak about Ma'arichin Yama Vushnosav, Lav Davka that is talking about prolonging of biological life. What that means in the eyes of Chazal is the cultivation of a meaningful life. Everyone wants meaning in life. So how do I find it? Well, at least Rabbi Yishchol ben Chananya suggests, appreciate your conferred holiness, Hanavdil ben Kodesh, excuse me, Mekadesh Yisrael, 
cultivate your personalistic Kiddusha Atzmis, your personal Kiddusha, Hamavdal Ben Kodesh Lechol. You could appreciate those two things, work on those two things in life. So that is the secret to successful, meaningful living. So the Gemara goes weiter. Ula Pumpadisa. Let's say this is great. Ula went to Pumpadisa. Another great. Let's say this. I don't even know what to say. It's, it's like, it is such a schus to be able to learn these Gimaras, right? I have to say, like, I'm so touched by the, by, the, by, the, by the messages that I get from so many of you. And from you, our listeners beyond, the appreciation of this Gimara, right? I'll say, I just want to point out that, that the, darga, the Darga that it is just to fall in love with a piece of Gimara and to be excited with a piece of Gimara. For so many of us, we didn't necessarily experience those type of feelings growing up, right? When we were learning, right? Because learning was something you had to do. But the beauty of learning as an adult, first of all, when you come of your own volition, at least most of you, right? So right, right? And, and you're here because you want to be here. You mamish fall in love with Torah. You fall in love with Torah. Like if somebody were to ask you, if you could be anywhere right now, where would you be? Okay, so if the base managers could be moved to Eretz Yisrael, that, that, that would be incredible. But aside from that, nowhere else. No, nowhere else I'd ever want to be except here with Psachim, Daf Kuf Talit on the base. The Shalom, thank you for this beautiful Torah. So the Gemara says, Ula Ikla Pompadisa. Ula went to Pompadisa. Amr Lehu. Amr Lehi, Rabbi Hudla, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak, Great Gemara. So Ula went to Pompadisa. So Rav Yehuda said to Rav Yitzchak, his son, Zio imti lekakala depeira. We'll say this is great. So, so what happens? So Ula came to Pompadisa. When he arrived, Rav Yehuda, and Rashban points out over here, um, maybe it's Rashi. Okay, we'll get to it. In any event, so Rav Yehuda, so Rav Yehuda says to Rav Yitzchak, his son, Zio imti lekakala depeira. Do me a favor. Go and take Ula a basket of fruit. A basket of fruit. Now, now listen to this. So, so Rabbi Yehuda was saying to his son, Rabbi Yitzchak, go bring Ula a basket of fruit. Not because he wanted to deliver, you know, Shalach Manas to Ula, but rather, again, he wanted his son, Rabbi Yitzchak, to observe how Ula made Havdalah. I want to see how Ula makes Havdalah. Maybe it's true just to show up at someone's house and to say, here, I'm here to see how you make Havdalah. Bring him a basket of fruit. Bring him a basket of fruit. Go ahead and see how I made Avdal. So I'll say, now watch this. So Rabbi Yitzchak, so the Gemara says, hey, the low azil. So Rabbi Yitzchak didn't go. He didn't go himself. He didn't go himself. So Shadrulila Abaye. See, he sent Abaye instead. So right? So again, I'll say, so just to follow the names, Rabbi Yehuda says to his son Rabbi Yitzchak, go to the house of Ula and see how Ula makes Havdal. Bring him a basket of fruit. Rabbi Yitzchak says, okay, whatever, he's not going. He sends Abaye, gives him the basket of fruit. You go to the house of Ula, see how Ula makes Havdal. He also, so what happens? Abaye went, he came back, comes to Rabbi Yitzchak. So he said, so remember, so Abaye comes back to Rabbi Yitzchak. Says, so Rabbi Yitzchak says, no, how did Ula make Havdal? Amr lehi, Amr lehi, Baruch HaMavdo Be'kol V'Shlechol. Amar Vesulo. All he said, all Ula said for Abdullah was, Baruch Hamavdu ben Kodesh Lechol. That's it. That's it. So what happens? Well, so now watch this. Asla Now Rabbi Yitzchak goes back to his father, Rabbi Yehuda, and says, Father, Amar Lehechi Amar. So now what happens? Rabbi Yitzchak walks in the Tata. So Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, No, my son. So now you're back. Tell me, what did Ula do for Abdullah? 
So Amrle Analo Azi said, Father, I didn't go myself, but I, however, Shadarti La Abaye. I sent Abaye, a basket of fruit and everything. Abaye came back and he reported to me, And ultimately, again, he reported back to me and he said, So, who did the father gets very upset? So, you know what Yehuda essentially says to his son of Yitzchak? I didn't know you're such a great Rav that you can't do what I ask you to do. Right? Rav Renu Seydemar, you're such a great Rav. You know, go say, you're so, you're so important. Right? Rav Renu Seydemar, the great, the, you're, his master's greatness. So, I was like, you know, what, he, what, a little bit of a, not a little bit of a shtach, a pretty big shtach. The father is referring to his son in the third person. Right? The Rav is so great. The Rav is so great that he was unable to go ahead and go himself, right? And his, and his dominion over others is so great that he could go ahead and send others to go ahead and, you know, carry out the shlichos that his father asked. And as a result of that, as a result of your perceived greatness, that you couldn't do what I asked of you, listen to this, this statement will never be said over in your name. We'll say, what does this mean? Take a look at the Rashbam. The Rashbam says in the wide lines, the fifth wide line, They'll say, forever, forever, when the halacha is reported over, what Ula did for Havdalah, who's, in whose name will the ruling be stated? In the name of Abaye. Why? Because Abaye is the one who went to observe Ula. So Rabbi Huda says to his son Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak, do you understand? Had you gone and reported back forever, 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 the statement of what Ula's practice would have been related in your name. But because you went ahead and you sent Abaye, therefore it's going to be said over in Abaye's name. Look what the Rashi will say. This is so profound. I'm going with Abaye Vamrinon, and the Yomim Sechus Yivama says, "Kol Tamit Chacham Sheomim Davar Shmuah Mipiv Sifsosav." Dovavos bekever. So Sosa will say, you know, when, when a Tamut Chacham dies, but then people go ahead and say over halacha in his name or Torah in his name, the, tam, the deceased Tamut Chacham, his lips move in the grave. The idea being that when you're gone, if people say over Torah in your name, that gives you eternality. That gives you eternality. So Rav Yehuda says to his son, Rav Yitzchak, had you gone, you would have come back, said, Ula says, Rav Dalamadu ben and forever it would have, the, the, the Gemara would have read, Amar, Amar, Rav Yitzchak, right? Bish'ula, Amar, Baruch Hamadu ben Vesulo. But now that you sent Abaye, forever it will be recorded in his name and not yours. I will say, now there's a number of interesting things. So Rav Ruven Bengis, in his, in, his, in his commentary in the Gemara over here, brings down, he says, I don't understand, how is it that Rav Yitzchak did not fulfill Kibar Avein? Kibar Avein, his father told him to do something, and he didn't do it. So you see from here something amazing. He quotes the idea that it's possible that Midda Oraisa, the din of Kibar Av, only applies when a father asks for something for himself. So if my father asks me to get him a cup of tea, then ultimately, again, the mitzvah is upon me. If he asks me to do something for the father, then for the, for the physically for the father, that's the biblical mitzvah of kibud av.
But if a fa- my father asks me to do something that is not for my father, then although there may be some concept of kibbut av, perhaps that's not the biblical kibbut av. Which so say makes sense because when the gimar oh, makes sense, of, I'm not commenting. Of course, it makes sense. But the the idea being that if you look in the gimar, Masechet Kedushin brings up the discussion about kibbut av. So the gimar, when it discusses kibbut av, discusses things that you do for your father. Right, that, that, that's the way it's framed. There might be a, 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 an ancillary concept of doing something my parent asks me, but it's also that biblical kibodav is doing something for your father. We'll say, but again, the Musa Haskell from this is incredible. Two, I think, incredible lessons. Lesson number one, we'll say that you better make sure to leave behind some Torah for your children, right, and for future generations. Because at the end of the day, that's the part that gives you eternality. It's the Torah you leave behind that causes your lips to move in the kever. And Torah, by the way, doesn't have to necessarily be a shtickle Torah. It's not the pshat. Oh, you know, my father used to say this pshat in Rashi. It doesn't have to be like that. But the, the, the ruchni inheritance you give to your children, right? You know, we're coming up on Pesach and what every single parent wants more than anything is that when you're gone, when you're gone, what you want is for your future generations to sit at the Seder table and to say, my father used to do it like this. Or my father, he said the same Devar Torah every single time at the Seder. Or he always sang that ridiculously off-tune key, you know, off-tune for a halach manure, for whatever it is. Th- that's how you want, not, not, oh, my father was usually asleep by the third coast. Yeah, that was him, right? Or, or he, yeah, when we finished the meal, oh yeah, the rest of the Seder took about 3.3 minutes. That was, that, that's not the Yerusha. That's not the Yerusha. If you want your lips to move in the kever, if you want eternality, eternality comes ultimately again through leaving a Yerusha of Torah for your children. A Yerusha of Ruchni is Yerusha of Torah. But also the obvious other lesson is, in life sometimes things come up and we love to delegate. We love to delegate. Right? You do this, you do this, you do that. But say sometimes when something is important enough in life, do it yourself. Don't look to delegate. Don't look to offload. I'm sure, but I want to be clear, the Gemara doesn't tell us, but I'm sure Rabbi Yitzchak had very good reasons why he did not go himself. I'm sure there were good reasons. But, but Lamaisa, your father sends you on a mission to go ahead and figure out what the Allah is. You go. You go. Don't try to offload. Don't try to delegate. Ultimately, again, just simply do what you are obligated to do. An incredible Yisod. We miss out. And so many beautiful opportunities because we're looking for someone else to do this, someone else to do that. You delegate to this, you do that. When something has to get done in life, roll up your sleeves and get the job done. An incredible use of The Gemara goes weiter. The Gemara says, Let's analyze this a little bit. So the Gemara now is going to go ahead and launch into a, a more exhaustive discussion Regarding brachas. So in general, all brachas open up with baruch and end with baruch. Except, it's always great in the Gemara, all brachas, right, all brachas have the same rule. Except what? The ones that don't, right? So every single bracha opens with baruch and ends with baruch. Except, except, chutz mi birchas mitzvahs. So we'll say again, we understand the birchas mitzvahs is, you know, asher yikshom mitzvah v'tzivano la'niyach tefillin. There's an opening bracha, right? There's a baruch in the, there's a baruch in the beginning. There's not a baruch in the end. Birchas ha'peros, like birchos ha'nenin, bari priya eitz, bari priya adama, right? Bracha ha'smucha l'chaverta, or a bracha that is juxtaposed to another bracha, like birchos kriyashma, right? Birchos 
Kyeshma, the bracha of Yotzama Oros, comes right before Avarabah, which is why Avarabah doesn't open up with a bracha. And Avarabah just opens up with Avarabah. That's brachas mukha the chaverta. Ubrachas achronisha Same thing are the brachos after Shema, right? The two brachas after Shema. Sheyesh mehen. There are some brachas that begin with baruch, don't conclude with baruch. Some ultimately end with baruch, don't begin with baruch. But ultimately, again, opens with baruch, doesn't have baruch. So, you know what we're going to do? We're going to stop over here. We're going to stop over here. We're going to see, I will say, we'll repeat this price tomorrow, but we're going to see is that the Gemara is building up to a kashan ula. Because it appears that all that Ula did for Abdullah was Baruch Hamavdul Begodesh Lechol. And structurally, again, the fact that he only made one Havdullah, one statement of distinguishing, that's one issue. But the fact that there's only one Baruch in there, that's bothersome to the Gemara. And Yerat Hashem will continue tomorrow. I'll say Yeshikayach. Everyone have a wonderful day. Great to see everyone.